Hello and welcome to Val Hood Evidential Mediums podcast. Val has been an international medium for over 25 years and founded the Sydney Spiritualist Training Center in Australia. Val presents her experience of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the world of mediumship and spirit. Visit valhood.com for events, workshops, mediumship training and private readings and find Valhood Medium on Facebook and Instagram. And now, here is your host, Val Hood. Wow, I'm delighted to be here with the wonderful Val Hood, medium, uh, spiritual healer. And we've been chatting for a while, and we were talking, and then I felt as though things were really warming up. We were talking about life, death, spirituality, and belief systems, wisdoms, learning, healing. And I guess that's what this whole life experience is about. You were talking about in your own life from very early on, from about the age of seven, you were hearing things, um, things coming through, and you pushed that to one side for a long period of time. Yeah. You lived then a very traditional life, you yeah. secretarial business and so on. And then in your 30s, I think you picked up on all of this. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine it was been, I, I'd imagine it's been quite an up and down road. Very much so. Because yeah. I didn't know whether this is what I was supposed to be doing. I kept getting told it was supposed to be what I was doing from spirit. But I didn't, I didn't see how all of this was going to materialize in, in the long term. I just couldn't see the outcome. So it was me um, trusting that this was the job that I'm supposed to be doing um, and just going for it. And, and whether that's going blindly into things, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but a lot of people would say I have gone blindly into things. Mm -hmm. But I'm one of those, I suppose, that um, I can jump in feet first and I always come up smelling of roses mm -hmm. as far as this work is concerned. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the fact that- Was I'm the like, opposite also true? Was the opposite also true in that when you were trying to do the traditional things, because that's what it is, that you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, you should do that, and that didn't work for No, you. it kept being blocked all the time. Right. I mean, from very early on, you know, going into a secretarial job when I was about 19 and, and then realising that this was not for me. I didn't want to be sat in, in a four-wall situation doing pile after pile after pile of, of dictation all day. Um, so I had to get out of that, which I did. Um, and then the, the business um, that I had was the secretarial mm. services. And I built it up and then it went down. And I built it up and went down. And bis uh, the mediumship was coming up. So and I got to a point where business just went so bad and I thought, well, what can I do? The only thing that I can do now is to use the skills that I have, which is the mediumship. Um, and I was very at the beginnings of, you know, it was really at the beginning then. So that's that's what happened to me. So. And, and I think that, you know, um, presumably, you know, sometimes when we get to our 30s or whatever, we are, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Did you feel as though it took a lot of courage when... So, you know, lots of people find what they're meant to be doing and they run with it very early on. But once we get to our 30s or whatever, or our 40s, we're told, no, no, no. So mm. was, it, was it scary once you decided that, or was it challenging when you decided, actually, now I'm going to go with it? It was a bit scary. It's interesting because my children, I've all taught them all, don't do anything and commit yourself until you're in your 30s because I feel that between 18 and 30, we're three different mm. people. We change so much. <laughs> and, and we were talking earlier on about the... Um, the conditioning, preconditioning of, yeah. of parents, and it, it's not until we find out who we really are, yeah. um, and that's what I was doing. I got to about 34, 35, and realised, you know, I put myself in a 
another difficult situation in life and I didn't want to be there anymore. Mm. So I had to push myself and push myself with the, with the guide mm -hmm. of, or the aid of my spirit guides and helpers. And my lovely nan who passed when I was seven, she's been with me every step of the way. Um, but I keep just getting told, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. And I go, oh, really? Mm. You know, it's like you're having a laugh sort mm. of thing. But I've, I've learned to trust that. Well, it's interesting. You, you did, when we were speaking before, you told of a lovely moment when I think, I guess, a lot of the work that you did became uh, uh, pronounced when I think you're, soon after your nana died. And I think you said that the family said, we're moving into the nan's house. Yes. And that you could feel her presence yes, there. Yes, still there to me. She's always been there. Um, it's really funny because we were talking about this earlier as well. My, one, my brother says my sister's seen the light and the others of my sisters, they just think I'm totally crazy, you know. <laughs> so we, we were saying earlier about the, um, the fact that people have got different perceptions yeah. of us. You know, whether it's in your family group or whether it's in your work group or whether it's the bigger group, people mm -hmm. do not necessarily understand if they don't think the same mm -hmm. way you do. So what's your take about, you know, spirituality is such a broad thing. I know in the... Um, you've been to mediumship schools um, and spiritual schools and environment and so on. There's such a broad, such a broad church, um, such a broad realm of how people feel about spirituality. Some people believe in God, some people believe in, uh, um, 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 in nature, some people believe um, in life after death, some people feel that there's just this one time in life, some people believe in energy, some people um, look at it purely scientifically. What's your take um, on all of this stuff and why um, uh, and why so many people wrestle with that? I know that's a very big question, but I would imagine that uh, but you're a good person to ask it to because you'll get lots of people who, when it gets to the, the crux end, that very often when somebody's lost somebody or that suddenly or, or, or maybe a terminal illness, lots of these questions bubble up for them. I, so I'm interested, Val, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your take on it? Well, my, my thing from, from a very young age was at the age of 13, there's got to be more to life than uh, being born, living, learning, and then getting put in the box, and that's the end of you. Mm -hmm. And the whole basis of spirituality as a, a spiritualist mm -hmm. is that there is no death, life is eternal. Mm -hmm. So when the physical body passes into the realms of spirit and we become dust, mm -hmm. um, what happens all, to all that energy that's built up over the years? Where's all that um, learning and knowledge and love? Where's all of that gone? And it can't go. It is, first of all, it's in our hearts. Mm -hmm. So when you lose somebody, that person will always remain in your heart and your mind and your, your memories. So if, if that's, that's a good starting point. But I know that, you know, I feel them. I hear them. They, they, they do all sorts of things. You can smell them. Um, and it's just letting other people know um, that when they lose somebody that the same thing can happen and a lot of people don't understand and they get frightened by it so right. coming back to that word fear yeah. we, we get really frightened about what people think what right. they say um, you know are the things that we're sensing real mm -hmm. are we really seeing dead people mm -hmm. um, are they really touching me are they really sitting on the end of my bed mm -hmm. and the answer to that is yes mm -hmm. you know and you've got to you've just got to believe that that is the case I, I really like the richness of how you um, spoke there that on, on, you said you, and you said that you know on one level that there's all that life, there's all that, that learning, there's all that energy and so on, and that what we do know is that energetically we feel it, whether yeah. you know, and that's true whether somebody's here, whether they pass or whatever. Da, 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 da. Uh, we then have our perceptions of what does or doesn't, and often we might shut that out. Mm. Um, and certainly, I mean, well, I, I'm then interested to know then, um, I guess what we've got is then people who've got uh, on different, we've got I guess different skills and different talents, yes. isn't it? Yeah. And that's one of the things where I guess this becomes very interesting. So you said at certain points, some of the family didn't 
get what don't you understand. What, didn't, didn't understand mm. that. That must be strange when then some people from completely different space, completely. Have you, did you have to very early on get on get used to it? I guess you yourself had to get used to the fact that you were hearing and seeing different things and experiencing things differently. I was different. Yeah. I mean, from the age of seven, eight, I used to stand on the playground at school and I couldn't necessarily interact with people because I knew I was different. Right. I didn't know what it was or why, um, but I knew I was different. And, of course, it's taken an awful lot of years to yeah. work out what that difference was. Yeah. But now more and more people are becoming aware of, of, of you know, we do have different senses, we mm. do have different thought patterns, we, do, uh, we can learn different things and about different things as well so and a lot more people are becoming more aware of that spirituality mm -hmm. they want to know because they want to know that this isn't it you mm -hmm. know this this isn't it mm -hmm. it is more to life as I said what happens when do you get situations with and again we briefly touched on this where somebody who's lived a very traditional life um, not interested in any form of spirituality has a particular situation or they've lost somebody um, and they find themselves for some reason <laughs> somewhere where you're speaking or one-to-one yeah, or, or yeah. -one. does that happen and does that happen a lot yeah yeah um, you get that in, in in two ways one in the physical and one in the spiritual so, so I've had people that have passed over that want to connect to somebody in the physical um, and have obviously not been very nice to them right. um, there was a girl many years ago um, who I connected her dad to her and she went I don't want to talk to him and she burst into tears and obviously had a, a bad relationship with him when he was here. But so I was able to give her her message, which was very important, um, but through another family member. Mm. Oh, that's okay. That's all part of the joy. We're here in Green Park and this, this, the squirrel hunting, there's people just playing, enjoying the play of, yeah. enjoying, enjoying the play of life. And I yeah. guess that's the thing that we, we forget yeah. in all of that, isn't it? And I'm yeah. wondering in that particular case, isn't it? it becomes so, so serious that we forget the joy of this kind of experience. And I guess that you, I loved a bit when earlier on you were talking about, you know, in this form, it's, it's finite, it's a short period of time. And so often we're so rigid, and, that, and you were talking before about layer on layer on layer on kind of conditioning, and this, you know, parents have said I should only do this, or I don't do that, and so on. And then by the end of our, of our days, we, you know, we haven't, um, we haven't allowed ourselves to completely live, so I can understand that's why that kind of pent up, you know, we talk about pent up energy. Is that, is that a lot of that, that somebody by the entire, their entire time is gone, here we are, and there's a lot of play going on here. But is, 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 do you think that that's what happens a lot of the time? Do you get a feeling that that's what happens all the time, a lot of the time? That, that, that simply that we just forget to play, we forget to just enjoy this experience whilst we're here. We do, and, and I think people, um, they're frightened, again that word, yeah. they're frightened of change, they're frightened of new things, they're frightened of what people think of them, people's perceptions, but if we actually can live without fear, because fear, it, it, it's, uh, it's like negative and positive, if you've got positive thoughts around you, you will be surrounded by yeah. positive, if you've got negative, you will be surrounded by those. Um, I, I actually went through an exercise, um, I read the scene um, not that long at well it's a few years ago now um, and it says in there that you have to be 
and it was all about the power of positive thinking. You have to be positive because if you're not, you will just attract to you. So what you send out will come back as you tenfold. And, and that's what I try and get people to realize that, okay, you may be in a difficult situation now, but think about what else you can do. Think about what else, there's what other opportunities there are for you. Change your attitude, change your positivity, or your, your outlook, but also realize that you're not on your own. You've got guides, helpers, family members, um, who, you know, they, and going back to the, the other point, they may not have been necessarily very nice to you when they were here, but the number of times I've had people from spirit that have said, I'm so sorry. Right. Do you think that, I mean, that's part of why the, all, a lot of that energetic stuff goes on? Because there's that realisation whenever it happens that um, about life and to embrace it and to enjoy it and that, and that, that, that growth... Um, do you think that that's why a lot of, therefore, then, why that, that messaging or people are, that either people who are living are yearning, um, pining for, for people who've passed? Because if you think about it, actually, mm -hmm. if we were completely content and happy in our life um, and with our relationship, when somebody's passed, we're happy for them, we're grateful for their life and mm -hmm. so on. A lot of the pining and the regret and ongoing deep, deep grief wouldn't necessarily go on. Mm. Do, you, do you feel it's because we, we, we often don't learn that and that's why there's a lot of either way that people are wanting to, to connect, so, so there's that either for the person who's left here mm. wanting some kind of resolve or as you say, somebody who's passed why a lot of energetic stuff may still be at, at, at play is that yeah. is that is that yeah. your, your feeling yeah I do um, I, I, again I hear so many people from the other side I wish I'd done it differently I wished I'd been able to um, whatever and then the, the physical people say I didn't get time to say goodbye I didn't get time to say thank you or thank you or whatever and I said well you can actually still do that now because they're still there with you so they're you, in your heart so do you, I, well, I love that and I, that bit about the heart I so get I, I, you know, I so get. And do you find that is it your work a little bit like being an interpreter? Is it a bit like being an interpreter? Yeah. Is you, it because we're yeah. talking about languages, and yeah. it is. It's a different language, and it's just trying to make them understand that yeah. language, understand that that energy is the energy is a language. Right. It is a language. Right. But you just have to realise that you know we've we've lived here, we've learned, we've we've grown, we've got all that knowledge, and we die. Mm -hmm. So so why doesn't that energy still stay around? Right. And that's interesting you say that now because I was just thinking about. Um, I was thinking, okay, some people are watching this um, will absolutely know exactly what you're talking about. They've been there, they've experienced it, and maybe they didn't believe in it before, and now they do. But other people, it's still abstract, and that's fine, because we all look at things differently. Yeah. But I was just thinking a little bit about, you know, if we look around at the trees and thinking, there's, 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 I guess there's, a, there's, there's wisdom, there's information, isn't it, that one, 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 I'm just literally just intuitively thinking about it, one season certain things sprout up and then it might sprout up mm. again, so there's that knowledge, there's that wisdom, that's mm. that information in the seed and so on, mm. and it may not be conscious to, yeah, I guess that we as human beings see ourselves so through this capsule of this particular shape and form, mm. All of that other knowledge, including the knowledge when somebody's in the womb, mm. we're not conscious of, so we kind of block out anything that we don't have any other kind of knowledge of. Mm. So do you think it's just simply that up, uh, the fact that we're looking this way, yeah. that we don't look at these other energetics Absolutely. of life? I remember years ago reading a book and it said, look out the window and what do you see? Mm. So I went like that. And it said, no, look out the window and have another look. Mm. We don't see 
I mean, these trees behind us, mm. they're energy, they're living. Mm. You can feel the energy. Mm. My, my family think I'm crazy because I like mm. trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you can yeah. feel the energy. Yeah, and, and the grass, exactly the same. But, you know, in amongst all of that, it's not just the trees and the grass. It's all the other things that go on underneath mm. it. I mean, you've got the wind, you can't see it, but you know it's there. You've got the sunshine, you can see it, mm. and, and you can't touch it, but you know it's there. Mm. And it's exactly the same with spirit. They're there, we can't necessarily see them, hear them, feel them. I mean, I'm very lucky in that I do. I mean, I've had <laughs> public platform, and I was slapped slapped on my backside once by uh, a spirit. And I was talking to a lady in the <laughs> audience, and it was her dad, and she right. just went hysterical. She said, well, that was my dad. He had an eye for a pretty lady. But it was a physical. Happened three times in one week. And that was spirit's way of saying to me, this isn't a fluke. This is for real. We are physically there with you. And... and uh, again, more people are, are seeing that and feeling it and understanding. I mean, how many times I get my hair tugged, right. you know, and I've, I feel as if I've got somebody just brushed down my arm. I mean, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. And when we were talking before, I was, because we haven't discussed yet that, that, that part of your journey has taken you over to Australia. Mm -hmm. um, um, and upping and going, there had been some family ties there and lots of your work now is flourishing there and yeah. I think you said that was also something that you also heard that uh, to go there into Australia and I was just struck by the fact that's very interesting because there as with number of places um, in the world where actually there is a, a rich spiritual tradition of that wisdom of different generations and, and, and elders and, and, and so on. Um, do you think that that may be also why you're called to somewhere like that where on the one hand where there is a deep spirituality but on the other hand it's quite a new, relatively new kind of population. So there may not necessarily be a connection between that deep, older spirituality and how yeah. we live lives now. I just think that that yeah. is, is that true. I'm not being to Australia, but I wonder if that's one of the one of the um, dimensions of the dynamic there. Well, it's interesting about Australia because from from the age of 13, I was always drawn to Australia and didn't know why. My family was supposed to emigrate and it didn't happen. Right. But when I eventually did go there, because I do believe in past lives, I felt like I'd come home. Right. But I didn't understand all of that. Right. I knew that I had to meet Aboriginal people. Um, and I've, I'm closely uh, associated now with an Aboriginal elder in uh, Wangaratta where I live. And um, I said to her, you actually happen to be in my family in a previous existence. And she said, yes, I know. And I was able to tell her where, and she knows all her history of her family, and I was able to pinpoint where that was. Wow. Um, was it somewhere that you'd not be, was it somewhere that you'd not been to in, no, I think, no, yeah. No, I hadn't been there in the physical, yeah. but I met this lady, and um, we were saying earlier on, I, I feel like the world is like a spider's web, yeah. um, and we're all intrinsically connected, but we don't know how, and we don't know when we're going to meet that person. Mm. So it's, this, again, the six steps of separation. And that's fascinating, you know, Val, isn't it? Because I'm just thinking, I'm just, you know, out of curiosity, on some levels, isn't it, we are, let's say, spiritual, we, we work energetically. Yep. One thing, somebody might be um, intuitively might do this. On the other hand, or somebody might be meeting someone, they said, oh, I just knew that we're meant to be, mm -hmm. this was meant to be a relationship, whatever. And on the other hand, we kind of block it out. <laughs> yeah. isn't, it, isn't it interesting? And, and I wonder if that goes back again to that word that you've said a lot of the time, fear, fear, different people see things differently, or mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, is, is it that... Um, I'm wondering if that's a lot of it, and because I, I wonder if also, I mean, you touched on this before, but sometimes also I guess that the faith that somebody may happen to have may sometimes, um, not the faith gets in the way, but our, our, our perceptions about how faith should play out, yeah. or the mm -hmm. denomination that somebody is in. Does yeah. that 
do those elements also come up or confuse it? Because I think the problem, my, my take on it is that the problem is, that it's always the human mind. Yes. It's the human mind that's going to, energy in life is life, energy mm. is energy, but it's that we're trying to so control and mm. know and so on that mm. that gets in the, in, in the way. And I guess what you're trying to get is just to get people to have the healing, the learning, mm. the wisdom, mm. the growth and so on. So I guess all the other stuff is immaterial, yeah. why somebody's found themselves at the front row of your, of your talk or why somebody's come to you for one-to-one -one reading. I guess what's really important is is, is, is them connecting to themselves. Is that really, for you, what it's uh, uh, about? Yeah, I think so. I think that we, we just have to be more open-minded about all of this, yeah. you know, and, and, and just look at things in a different way, get a different feel for things. I was going to say something else mm. there, but I've just forgot what it was. But, mm. um, yeah, I, I just think that we, we should... Um, lost it. What is it? Is it about, is it just that, that, that openness because then you don't, you just don't know where it, it's going to t take you. I guess that in your life, I guess that you've had to just, in your case, literally you were being told to, you had, you had no choice over a period of time, but, uh, yeah. and, but I guess you did, you followed, you followed that, that there were some nudges and so on along the way, but you, you followed that. I guess that, and we touched on this again before, didn't we, that what happens a lot of the time is on our in our own ways and sometimes it's in just a simple way isn't it we don't just allow ourselves to to do this or to or, or, or to do that to do yeah. what we want um, to do you were saying how your kids for example you encourage them to follow what they wanted to follow yeah. and to yeah yeah and from very early ages and I think that's important so I'm what, what I did with my children as I say 13 um, picked up a guitar, is now a singer-songwriter, 12, picked up a book on sharks, is now a shark professor, um, and, and it's getting people to realise, so I, my children were lucky in that they had that um, concept given to them, you can do anything that you really, really want to, if you want it badly mm -hmm. enough, and that's what I've done, I suppose, is that I realise, you know, I've been given this message, I've got to go to Australia, and I'm going, oh, you're having a laugh, how is that going to happen, but I've done it, and, and that's what, people come to me for readings, and it isn't necessarily about connecting to loved ones it's about I need to know what to do with my life I need to know where I'm going yeah. and how I'm going to do it yeah. so you go through the uh, the scenarios with them or not not you but uh, spirit talk to them about well you know when you were this age you had this dream and when you were this age you had that capabilities why don't you look at doing something different you don't have to stay yeah. in the tradition and that really resonates with me as a coach because I think that for some reason that that, that that for me, the task is to really to get somebody to, as I'd say, sing their own song and to find out what their gifts and their talents actually are. Yeah. And I think what happens is often we're fighting those gifts, isn't it? Yeah. We're fighting those gifts, and it's really hard for for your life to work, for you to be fulfilled and for you to fulfil your potential mm. and to fulfil what you're about, what you could do. If you're doing something that you're not naturally skilled in, what you're not naturally passionate about, what, that your heart's not in. Um, and, you know, that's fascinating. And I guess that you're, you're, you're living proof of that. I mean, before we close, Val, tell me a little bit about what's, where are you at at the moment? What's your, what's your wishes and your hopes now? Because I guess in many ways, many people might be looking at this and say, well, you know, here's somebody who's had the courage to um, follow their dreams, follow their skills and their talents. I know you, you've said it's not always been easy. Where, where do you feel things are at now? And what's your, 
your hopes and your wishes from, from now on? <clears throat> well, it's interesting because whoever's watching this, um, the number of times when I first started doing this spiritual work, people said, why don't you go and get yourself a proper job? Yes. <laughs> I used to get so upset and yeah. think, oh, maybe I should go and get a proper job. But there was something in me that was fighting not to go and get a proper yeah. job. But now it is a proper job. Um, and I've, I've got this dream still of uh, teaching. I want to open a teaching centre. Right. I've become a spiritual minister, so I'm running my own church um, and teaching people through, through that medium as well. Um, doing more public speaking mm -hmm. and um, as I say I'm, I'm getting involved in something in Sydney in January mm -hmm. which could potentially take me right across the world which wow. is really really interesting wow. um, and I, st I still look at myself and I go this is just little old me, you know, mm -hmm. how is all this happened? Yeah. But it's just that I've had the courage of my convictions, I've trusted my spirit people that are with me, yeah. and I've trusted that I'm I'm not supposed to be doing that proper job thing, yeah. you know, the normal, uh, but no, neither does anybody else. No. They can do differently. They no, should but live the dream. I really like that. I remember years ago when you came along to see me, and I remember, I loved when your opening line was, and I think you just celebrated a particular birthday, and you said, oh, I just want to still do these things whilst I'm young. And I loved that. You know, I just absolutely loved that. Um, well, I'm that not so approach. young now. It's been 20 years since then, and I can't believe that in the 20 years. Um, oh, no, it might be 10 no, years. No, it's 10. I was 50. It's about 10. Yeah, yeah. It, and, yeah. And I, I, I still can't believe that at the age of 50, I was able to just let everything go and get yeah. off and do something crazy. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I've done it. I've, I'm successful at it. I'm coming up 60 in a couple of months' time, and I'm still thinking, well, I'm actually still loving what I'm doing. It's keeping me young. It's keeping me happy. It's making me meet such amazing people all over the world. Yeah. And I said to somebody the other day, I'm very, very lucky, and I know that I'm lucky, mm. but I can pick myself up and go to any place in the world, and I mean any place in the world, mm. and do my job. I mean, that's just quite remarkable, isn't it? And that's really, um, I think that's powerful. I think that the other thing that I got from this, you know, just before we close, is that what I really love about it, I think in so many different ways, everybody, just like every leaf on every tree, is kind of different. Mm -hmm. And I think often what plays out often when they're very young is their difference or feeling that they don't fit in. And with your skill and with your talent, it is a talent that is um, where we do perceive it's often way out there or it's on the scary end of the spectrum yeah. and so on. But yet you've gone with that. Mm -hmm. And what that actually is about far from the macabre and so on is far more about healing, life, joy, yeah. understanding, wisdom. Yeah. And I love the fact that you've had the courage to follow that path and how you've given so many people who believe all sorts of different yeah. things comfort, insight, wisdom, yeah. joy and hope. And love. Yeah. Love is the most important thing. This world would work so much better if we all shared love with one another. Yeah. There's so many people, there's so much anger, there's so much negativity. I mean, I've stopped watching the news and reading newspapers because it's just full of doom and gloom. Mm. And, and you think, well, okay. And it, it may sound as if I'm shutting myself off from the realities, but my reality is in my space. Mm. And I've got a lot of people coming to me who've suffered death, loss of people, um, and not knowing where they're going. I'm dealing with that reality. Um, and I think if we all if we all could share, or if we could all deal with our own space, our own reality, mm. in our own little environment, and make that a better place, yeah. then in, in turn it would make the world a better place. Um, Mr. Michael Jackson had a great idea with his words, you know, <laughs> let's make the world a better place, and we all can do our own bit. Yeah. But that's, that's what this is all about. So many people I talk to, and they say, oh, I can't do anything, it's just me. 
how, how, how am I going to make a difference? Well, if we all have that attitude, then we're not going to make a difference. Whereas if we all, I mean, all these collective people in the park here, for mm. instance, if everybody stood up and said something powerful and positive, mm. then we would be able to mm. make, thing, uh, make things different. I saw something fantastic the other day. Um, and it was doctors in an operating surgery um, and they were operating theatre and they were all holding hands and they were praying for the person that they were about to work on. That's powerful. So, in so that intention, not only were they just going to go to work, but they're actually, their intention was, was rich, kind, yeah. compassionate. Yeah. And, and there was healing. Yeah. You know, there was healing. And, and I think that that intention, um, and I mean, it, I mean... I mean, intention where it is also, you can energetically feel it, is very, 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 very powerful indeed, isn't it? And the power of love is an amazing thing. Mm. Um, And that's what, actually, if you think about it, the power of love um, connecting you to somebody that's passed over, that power of love kicks them back. Mm. And it's interesting about that, you know, Val, just before we do close, is that what is interesting about that moment, I often say, is often, ironically, it's often only those really traumatic times that do, you know, that does wake people up to life. And so I do think there's something profound about that. And it might be, I wonder if that's one of the reasons why that people are drawn um, to come and get counsel at those particular times, because it's when it's pronounced and when you're, you're reminded that, hey, you're still here, there's still an opportunity. Um, to uh, uh, um, to live, to mm. share, and there's still all that energy, and that, I guess it can be transformational. I guess a lot of people come to you and that they um, find resolution mm. um, where there's been often yeah. so much conflict, and that yeah. must be beautiful for all parties concerned. Yes, yeah. right? But then you know that one of the things that I try to say to people is do it while you're here. Yeah. Tell people that you love them. Tell yeah. people that you're grateful. Say thank you. You know, share that compassion with with people. And it doesn't matter whether it's people close in your family or people that you meet outside. You know, I mean, a number of times that I walk down the street and see somebody in a wheelchair or a, on crutches or something like that, and I think, okay, spirit send them healing. And 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 I know that once I've put that intent out, spirit will be listening and watching, and they will deal with it. So we can do so much mm. if we if we think about it. Mm. But it's being nice and kind to people, which is important. And don't wait for somebody to pass to the other side and go, oh, I wish I'd said I'm sorry, or I wish I'd said something, or I wish I'd mended that bridge. You've got to do it now while that opportunity is here. Well, wow, wonderful. I think that's a wonderful moment to, to leave it. So, Val, if people are trying to find you, What's the best way, the best website for people to find you? Oh, um, it's uh, www.valhood.co.uk. And yeah. um, we're lucky at the moment, you're in the UK at the moment, yeah. um, spending a lot of time in Australia so people can find you there. And you do do, I got thinking you do readings also uh, um, online and via yeah, Skype, and, Skype and, and, and all that sort of yes. stuff so, so people can, can, can yeah. reach you. That's the yeah. magic of also that, uh, how. Uh, that interconnectivity yeah. of a, a different kind is um, spreading. Thank you so much. You can leave it to smile at the camera. And thanks so much. So good to see you. you. And enjoy the rest of the week that you're here I'm, in the I'm in the in the UK. Certainly going to a wedding coming up. It'll be lovely. Oh, Catch wonderful. up with family and then home. Oh, wonderful. You take care. See you. <laughs>